everyone, and it's a pleasure to do this podcast today. You got me, Dungeon Master Zinger. And you got me rolling the dice and hoping he doesn't get a one Berg. Yes, and I can actually say Dungeon Master Zinger because I have officially DM'd, the, well, not a whole campaign, but part of a one-shot. You, that you're we're, starting, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, so... For today's episode, for, for, for you, dear listener, not only are you going to get mine and Eric's um, discussion on Honor Among Thieves, but you will also get our insight into our new D&D campaign as well as our characters, which we will do at the end because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you tuned in for the Honor Among Thieves discussion and not us talking about our made-up characters. So, with that being said, Berg... I, I'm I'm sure you've looked it up. I'm sure you know the tomatoes. So I remember seeing it months ago when this was out of theaters, but I don't remember what it, I remember it was good, mm. but I don't remember the actual score. And so I specifically did not look it up because I knew we were going to talk about it. All right. So if if I remember correctly, I swear it was like 92 or something like that. All right. So with that being said. Sir, I'm going to pass the gauntlet to you to guess. Where do you think it is now? And I will give you this hint. The tomatoes for the, of course, um, critics, 292 reviews. Now, the audience, over 12, I mean, sorry, over 2,500 verified reviews, so... With that being said, where do you think this film lands? I'm going to say Critics 88, Audience 95. You you are two points off with both of them. 90% tomatoes for the Critics. So you were two points off with that one. Also, Certified Fresh, so that is a tomato you can yeah. use. Mm-hmm. And Audience Score, 93%. So with Very that nice. being said... In your humble opinion, as a liker of of um, pop culture and a player and a roller of the hold on dice, <laughs> do you think these scores are correct? Absolutely. Do you agree or disagree? I, had, I I agree. I had a blast with the movie. Now, do you feel you had a blast because of your experience with D and D? And that heightened it, or did you have a blast of with it just as a movie? As a movie itself, I thought it was a very fun fantasy like comedy adventure. Mm-hmm. I think that having that knowledge of D and D now, um, that definitely added a few little uh, a few little nods that I think helped me enjoy it more. But I think I would have still had a really good time with it had I not been a D and D player. Now Ellie is 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 indisposed and um and currently imprisoned in another realm, but I know she did enjoy it. I know she said she enjoyed it and she still has not played D&D, so there is a notch in the belt for it being enjoyed by non-D&D players, but as my my opinion as somebody who has played D&D now and has DM'd, I I know I was reading stuff on the early reviews for this were not good. 
Like critics were mm-hmm. like, it's very generic. It's very this. It's very that. the The characters aren't very flushed out. It's like that's because they're not supposed to be. If it's an NPC right. character, it's very like the paladin. The 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 um the paladin they run into. That is one hundred ten percent supposed to be a nod to a DM playing a character for you. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up at some point. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and it, and it's great because like any character that's not like the main cast is just very bland because they're just there to help the story move along. And I and and once like more people started seeing it, more people were like, "We get what this is going at." Its score yeah. raised very quickly. So, I personally, me. I, I loved it, and the thing is, as much D&D as I've played, I was watching, like, things you might have missed, or, um, uh, what is it, Screen Crush, um, that guy in the video rental store thing, discussing With his dog. It. Yeah, 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 great stuff, but, um, but there's so much stuff that I'm like, I, I don't, I, nothing, nothing is ringing a bell with me, but, Eric, due to our recent game is there some is there a certain name that now rings a bell with you that you might have retroactively i'm, I'm gonna I'm, see I'm if sure you call there, it. I, i'm sure there is but i'm completely uh i'm completely blank blanking on it because i'm <laughs> other than my own character's names and like recurring npcs i'm usually terrible with all the names oh i i am too in our campaigns uh so yeah i'm i'm blanking right now Okay, so you guys, sorry, to, to get to D&D for a split second, uh, you guys are currently in the Mordenkainen's Magical Mansion Yes. spell. Mordenkainen is mentioned in this movie several times. As, oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. You're like, yeah. And if you remember, our DM, who's currently playing a character now in ours, mentioned that he also exists in the other campaign we are in that we could have ran into Mordenkainen as well. And Mordenkainen oh, yeah. is Gary Gygax's character. <laughs> like, it, it was a character he used a lot in his campaign. So he's kind of wow. lived on That's as one cool. of the most powerful wizards of of, his, of the age. So Also, there's, of course, Baldur's Gate, uh, Neverwinter, all these mentions of yeah. different areas along the Sword Coast. Icewinddale. Yes, there, there's there's a lot of stuff, and there's a lot of stuff that I was like, that I've heard before and interacted with, but fun thing, I don't think you've had the fortune or, and or misfortune of encountering a owlbear yet, have you? I have not. I'm, I, I am familiar with them. I think they're terrifyingly adorable. But mm-hmm. uh, or adorably terrifying, but uh, yeah, in any of the campaigns I played so far, I have not yeah uh, encountered one. Yeah, I was about to say I don't think you would have in anything we've done yet with 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 me. I don't know with um with I didn't write my dissertation on this with them if you, if they threw one in for the fun of it. No, but... there was there was no there was just turd the third the living poop. So on on a side note, real quick, <laughs> I, I I feel like you have initiated this. Um, I I I'm gonna. Look it up real quick because I just want to make sure because, um, like I said, you initiated this terrible thing I'm about to talk about by mentioning oh, that because that is an obvious homage to your your thing that the, the poop thing is an obvious homage to. The great and mighty poo. And you know what? G Fuel, not, not sponsored, G Fuel has a new flavor coming out. Do you want oh, to take gosh. a guess at what it is? 
Is it is it called Turd the Third? Please tell me. It's, and it's like a laxative drink. Uh, no, it is um, <laughs> it is the Conker's Bad Fur Day inspired flavor, Mighty Poo. Oh my god! Seriously? Yes, they have a flavor coming out what? called Mighty Poo. Now, do you want to take a guess at what the like what flavor it's supposed to be? I I am terrified to. Uh... <laughs> I, oh my gosh! Uh, I'm I'm thinking it's either going to be like prune, mm-hmm. or uh, or or it's going to just go gross and be like nut, nutty corn or something like that. Oh my god, dude, you are so close. Also, the collector's edition of it um, comes with like a little vinyl Mighty Poo figure, but the flavor, according to the description, is tropical corn soda. So. I guess, and wow, tropical corn soda. Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to have to secure me a secure me a jug or a jar or whatever well, i was about to say <laughs> just the regular ones are currently on sale for six dollars off uh, not sponsored use use code zingness at checkout and they will wonder why you keep trying to use that code but i mean if <laughs> man if we get a sponsorship or chief you'll all be happy um but yeah you you can definitely go pick that up they are not running at the time of this recording they're not running any crazy deals but that is one of the new flavors they just came out with oh along gosh. with the naruto Rasengan, which apparently is also soda flavored but anyways, getting back, sorry, you, you mentioning that ringed in my head that they, that G Fuel just announced they were doing a new flavor, and it is right in there with what we were talking about. So with that being said, turning our attention once again back to the world of D&D, um, so what, so what do you think of the, of, of the main party? I, I like them, um. I know probably for budget reasons, they went all very human slash humanoid characters. I kind of wish there was a, there was like one really, truly distinct non, uh, non-human character besides, you know, cameos and, you know, flying crow people and cats with their small kitten children. Being By the fish. way, but, I do want to point out, I know what you're thinking. That's not the species my character is. No, no, no. Oh, I, oh, I knew it wasn't. I, I, I definitely knew it. But I thought of you when I saw that. I was yeah. like, oh, hey, Zinger's going to like, no, this is more like house cat. Yes, because there is actually there yes. is actually a different race that my character is. And that's like, and, that's the scrawny version. Mine's not yeah. that version. <laughs> and you know, I, I know uh, that uh, even in, and I know I'm totally getting off, off topic, but I know that because of rights reasons, uh, Vox Machina mm-hmm. show is technically... They don't use the D and D stuff, but I remember in in at least one scene there being cat people like that mm. specifically. Yeah, um, like when one of the cities is under attack. Anyway, uh, but no. As for the actual characters, I thought that I thought they were they were all very enjoyable for for one reason or another. Um, I thought Chris P- Chris Pine's one of those actors who like of all the I know he's considered one of the the Chris's right now, and he's probably the one I think of the least. Maybe just because he's but he's okay. I I agree, but in my opinion. I think he's up there. I think uh, he's up oh, there. Oh, 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 I agree. But I think because he, I don't know, I guess because he's the oddball who's not in a, in, in the MCU, I always kind of think of him as like the, the tag along Chris, but like, I do enjoy him when he's in things. And I thought he was great as sort of the, the, the main character slash leader of the party. I think, I think he did a good job of uh, bringing that, that energy while also bringing some of that, that comedy and the shenanigans that, that players inevitably insert into 
their their campaigns. Uh, I think he did a good job. Uh, you know, I like Michelle Rodriguez. I am not. I think because I was a big fan of Lost and I hated her character on that. I've never had a, um, I've never had a high opinion of her strictly because of a character she played. Uh, but I think she did a really good job, and I think she was very fitting for being kind of a, a tough. Uh, I, I was about to say character. they did not go outside the realm of her normal. Like no. this was she. She's played every character she ever played, but I think in the context of this, it, it was perfect. I liked it. Um, the uh, the tiefling, I thought I thought she was she was cool. Um, she was probably the most quote unquote boring. Like I liked her, but I feel like she was like the straight woman of of the group. Like she just kind of was like you know, I was kind of rolling her eyes and stuff like that. She uh, was I liked overpowered her, then, uh, just... for yes. the team. She she was she overpowered was. when when they needed her to be. She she's like that person that yeah, stands and... randomly in the background and just yeah. walks up when then... like is needed. <laughs> right. Like they had to put the magical cuff on her so mm-hmm. she didn't just yeah, initially in the in the in the tournament, um, and then uh, Justice Smith as the the wizard. I thought he was I thought he was pretty funny. I like I like the whole kind of just he's insecure. He didn't believe in himself and his powers didn't quite always work. But uh, he got his his redeeming uh, his he got his redemption arc at the end and he got his moment of badassery. Um, so yeah, and then of course I think my favorite character though easily had to have been zinc the he was great and you're right uh, the, you brought him up already yeah aladdin I, I i love that you're right he was so overpowered he could have single-handedly and of course you know chris uh chris pine's character even mentions he's like why don't you just stay with us you have the, the strength you have the the strategy and he's like this isn't mine my battle to win and he just walks off he just, in a straight line <laughs> in a straight line up there there's a rock coming up up, up. he walks right, right over it um it's his his character also um for paladins and stuff they're not supposed to be very wisdom based or intelligence based for their character thing so like him being right uh, it was there there was something i was watching where it was like i mean when i was watching it there was like stuff to where like he just didn't understand very simple concepts mm-hmm. and stuff and i'm like i i can 100% see somebody playing like to to mention our D and D campaign, um, I think Charles's character kind of vaguely fits. I think his is on the more dumber side of this. Of him, yeah, like, I was not, say, he's yeah. a much he's a very stupid version of that. Yes, yes, but 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 him like yeah. So I, I like, like I said, I actually D and D did do their character sheets, so I do have their character sheets actually pulled up where it's got like, yes, their spells I, um... and stuff. Yeah, no, because I get the emails from D&D Beyond, and there's actually a freebie thing where mm-hmm. you could download the character sheets for yep. all of the characters in the movie. So I have those saved on my account. I don't I don't know when I'm ever going to use them, but I think that's still a pretty cool thing. Well, it's cool uh, to look for at for, like, um, for like stuff that they've, like, improvised weapons is what Michelle Rodriguez's character had, which is a feat, yeah. which was something she used, of course, when they were trying to execute them. Yeah. And everything, so that was very cool. Uh, just... Just, just seeing the, the the stat sheets and stuff because I could imagine like dice rolls happening, like during oh, certain same. things too. Absolutely. So, it like, like I said, it, it was really cool. Um, like I I enjoyed a lot of it. I also, and this is something I don't know how you're gonna feel. I like the mix of over the top CG and very blatantly practical. Effects. Yes. No, 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 no. I, I actually really enjoyed that. Yes, the 
the the CG was over the top and it did stick out. But for this movie, I feel like it it fit. It just fit. Mm-hmm. Um, the like like the Dragonborns. Um, when you saw them, they were all um, oh whatever it's called. Pro- I'm not prosthetics. Um, like. I mean, if they, if they were computer generated, I couldn't tell, but they looked like they were like something that was sitting on set that you could touch and right, feel and everything. Right. Whereas, like, I guess they were halflings, the the shorter people that were under. I'm like, I don't think they were gnomes. Yeah. I think they were halfling. I, actually, it does say. Hold on. Uh, yeah, halfling. Yeah, it does that, say that they were. That's what halfling. I assumed. Yeah, like like Bradley Cooper's character. I was yes. like, I feel like he's he's a halfling. But not, when not, we I, think of, he's clearly not a no. He, I was yeah. like, he maybe could be a no. He's definitely not a dwarf. But I was like, I, I I'm because we did see a dwarf later too. In the yes, thing. we did, we did. Um, no, I, I was, I was gonna say because when we think halflings, we kind of migrate towards the Tolkien interpretation of them. Yes, which this is just no. They're just like half sized people, minuscule people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, like, like I said, I, I loved everything about this. It really, um. Like, DMing now and seeing that stuff from that end of it really made me enjoy it a lot. Um, yeah. Not that I'm an expert DM, but I think I played um, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons long enough to catch on to certain things and everything. Which, by the way, as we transition... Oh, also, fi- final thing. This does, of course, set up for other movies to, of course, happen. Because the big, big bad never got dealt with. Yeah. The one that was... Pulling the strings, and that's also a established in. Um, you you could fight him in a campaign. That that particular red wizard character. So his name was Strahd. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was Strahd again. Um, God, I, I I would love for them to do a um curse of Strahd, but I'm like it's just gonna be Dracula, like that's right. I mean that's that's the joke. Um, also, I don't know if you caught this in the movie. If you can ever get digitation as a care as a um, spell that your character can do, get it. Because the fresh cut grass, him, like, it basically does everything you could possibly yeah. need it to do. So, I, one of my characters long, long ago had it. And it was something that you could do a lot. Like, because it's so vague how you, what, what you can do with it, but it's sure. super useful. So, if you ever get the opportunity... Take that. Anyways, um, another cool reference real quick before I move on. There was, of course, a nod to the animated Dungeons & Dragons show. The oh, other yeah. party was apparently done up mm. exactly like... The, the, the other party that appears at the end where they're in that maze thing was yeah. done up exactly like the ones from the original show and everything. So, uh-huh. so that was a nice little nod there if that's something you're that's familiar nice with. Nod. So... With that being said, Eric, we're going to move to our discussion on our D&D characters. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, thanks thanks everyone for listening. I know, I know this next part will be very boring. I'm, I'm just joking. Um, no, it won't. It's going to be fantastic and exciting. So, Eric, go into your character while I pull up the module just to make sure I'm saying the right stuff for what exactly we are getting into in okay sounds good uh so i'm playing a a homebrew race that i found online and they're i allowed Squir- it yes he, <laughs> he allowed it and they're called uh the, the races these are the squarian which they are squirrel people and uh so my it's basically an anthropomorphic squirrel or basically it's a it's like a two and a half foot tall squirrel with opposable thumbs that was like the thing they said they're like they're bigger squirrels with opposable thumbs so they can actually like 
do things that that other Eventually, I'm going to have him be a sci fighter. So basically, I'm going to have like a uh, Yoda Jedi sized uh, fighter character. Um, but even though he's this little squirrel character, like in in my in my head, he's like he's got this very deep voice, and uh, he's he's the, the backstory I've kind of imagined for him. He's he's kind of he's kind of serious and forlorn. Although we haven't really had that much chance to to do that yet, uh, but he will eventually. That'll that'll all come out. Um, he, uh, I kind of imagine him as a cross between, in my mind, the two two fictional characters that are existing that were kind of an inspiration when I was creating this character was um, uh, uh, Frog from Chrono Trigger and Reaper Cheap from the Chronicles of Narnia. Hmm. So, Except uh, he's a squirrel. So we are currently doing the Candle, Candle Keep Mysteries is the campaign we're running, which is... Um, several different module adventures that we're going to have our characters kind of maneuver through, which go from level one up to level 16 with each of us kind of, each of us kind of rotating in and out as DM and having our characters kind of pop in, pop out. Since I'm DMing, my character is not introduced yet, but trust me, I have a really great way to introduce him. I will talk about him, but he is not introduced yet. Uh, the, Adventures are currently in the um, module The Joy of Interdimensional Space, where they are stuck in Mordenkainen's Magnificent Mansion spell, which has been um, kind of morphed into being a more permanent thing. So they are exploring that and trying to find their way out. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to give Eric any help because... Um, I was going to say, I'm listening for clues. I'm like, go on. No, no, no. I've... <laughs> I, um, See, and and the thing is this, um, I I you 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 guys did challenge me at the beginning to to set up like a introduction of your characters because the book kind of has a vague like you can introduce each other, but I did a um, immediate arrest version to where you guys were in the were in the study, got teleported during the teleportation. We did a flashback to how you guys met in the town of uh Bigzeldorf at the blinking beholder um and talking to bertha and um yes if you caught that all those are b names you are correct with me having to come up with something in less than three hours for you guys to uh, do beforehand. there's something else very important that starts with b that you did not mention yet i i solemnly <laughs> swear on my on my dming ability and player ability that if anyone mentions Bigzeldorf. If it is said out loud and a character is around that has not interacted with you guys yet, their response will be, have you seen the boulder? Because I, I said that, that the town was famous for a boulder. So every time like one of your characters came in, the response was, oh, have you seen the boulder? And I think I've continued <laughs> that on later too, to just other people yeah. just saying it. Yes, so, you have. So, so, so me trying to be dumb turned into... This is just a dumb concept that bit me immediately in the butt, but I'm going to I'm you know what? It's a hill I'm gonna die on now. So and that's just the great thing about D D is like the most mundane thing can totally become a running joke or even a plot point. Oh yeah, cause cause because everything you guys did, like before you got to Candle Keep was just me trying to come up with stuff for you guys to interact with and do before mm. but before you guys got there and everything. 
which which was great because it worked out. It got your characters a little bit more familiar with each other and everything. Yeah. Um. To an extent, and I also had you guys interact with the previous party too. So yes, that was that was a nice little touch. No, I was just like, you know what, I, I can just have them interact with them real quick, just for the fun of it. Um. But no, I mean, like I said, it, it's it was really fun to come up with that. And like I said, it was something I was just like, I just need to throw a few things in here. And I did learn real quick, and I actually had Otter point out something to me. Um, that me throwing those goblins, I probably could have made that a little bit more challenging for you guys. But, I mean, I you, you guys... We, we dispatched them pretty quickly. <laughs> yes, yes. But it was fun. It was fun, because, again, I, even though I've been playing since, like, September, I'm still a D&D noob, so that was a nice little, like, refresher. I feel like there was... I will say so far this campaign, the little the couple hours we played uh, on the other one, we've had a lot more combat. I feel like in the previous campaign there'd be a lot of like exploring, and we'd have like this combat that would last forever. But I liked having these quick little ones because it's keeping in my mind more and more like okay, when I'm rolling for this, this is this. When it's rolling for this, this is that or whatever. So I liked kind of having some shorter battles. Like it actually reminded me of playing like a video game RPG a little bit. Yeah, because, I mean, to be honest, and this this is me reviewing something slightly, um, the joys of um, interdimensional space, that area you guys are in, like, it is a very, like, funnel thing, where, like, there is one yeah. solution to what you guys are doing. There's not a thinking outside the oh, box. <laughs> there, there is one solution that, um, and, and by, by the way, I don't know if I told you, but the cats serve a purpose, and you guys have already served that purpose, so... <laughs> that's why the cats were kind of meaningless once you guys kept running into them and uh, there shit. are a few more that you guys will run into which i know what to do with now to make them relevant to what you guys are doing because <laughs> um i i read the entire thing and it didn't catch me when i read it about what the cats like the purpose they serve after a certain point and since you guys kept obsessing over what are the cats up to like it so, so basically, the, the cats are there to serve a purpose. I'm trying to mm. explain this without revealing to you anything. Right. But uh, the, the cats are there to serve a purpose. Their adventurer group has already served the purpose. The cats have already served the purpose, so they don't exist now to serve that purpose. But due to you guys being like, let's 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 zoom in and investigate these cats. Like you guys are holding a book that's actually way more interesting than the cats. And you guys have been like, yeah, we got this book, but what's going on with that cat? <laughs> this book that's like golden and glowing and like humming. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Cats. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that 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 basically is my summation, and and that's and that's me being new to DMing and stuff and trying to figure out how to make it work. For, for you guys and everything. Well, as a D&D noob, I will say, I think, you, I think so far you've been doing a really good job. Uh, you've, I think you've done a good job of helping us kind of get into, because I was talking to Otter one time and we were, we were talking about how, or about this is before we started this campaign. It was like, I, I want to do, we want to do more of the, the role playing of the RPG part, like mm -hmm. actually get more into to our characters and stuff because obviously you all have been doing straw when i came in y'all been doing it for years at that point and, I, and, you know, and, and it was fun had a and, blast but i could tell like everyone just wanted to get it over with too <laughs> i i did very little role playing as woob just because i was just like i i th th this is a vessel to serve to the end of this campaign like my other character i had like at the beginning was way more i put way more thought into like his backstory and all that stuff woob yeah. was just yeah he fights and he's charismatic and is a mute 
well, was a mute. <laughs> so, uh, now, I don't know. His catchphrase is just fireball. Yeah, I was about to say, and then, and then after you guys giving him a helm, it just his catchphrase turned into, "I don't care how big the room is. I said fireball." So, and uh, once you prismatic spray. Once he started using that miniature that I had along yeah. with the beer, I'm just imagining him constantly standing there with like in crane with his one leg up and then just holding a stein of beer. Like that's just what I imagined you're <laughs> woo being like the whole time. So um, no, I mean, it, it, like I said, it was it was fun, but but our point was, and also we kind of met a game to a straw to where we picked characters and built characters right. that were more better against that. Where this is more yeah. of a very generic. Now I will say this: intelligence is very important in this first part. And also Arcana checks, but outside of that, you guys should should be fine. I, I'm I'm excited to do the next part because, um, I have integrated where my character, who I'll get into right now, will get introduced. Yeah. Um, the character I have created for this campaign is one I've had like in my in my mind for a while. I actually have a a larger miniature that's sitting in front of me that I've painted and stuff and need to finally put together, but it is a, um, it, it is something I've been wanting to do for a while. And it is a Leonin, which is, um, pulled from the, of course, um, mystical or odyssey of Theros. So the magic, the gathering kind of mixture in here. And, um, basically just think of a giant humanoid lion, like on two feet lion, but, I, I put in the extra twist of it's like a tiger hybrid. So he's got like he's orange with tiger stripes and has a black mane and is a barbarian. And once he gets to level three, he's going to be able to start learning how to like call storms and stuff. And when he goes into a rage, he basically has a storm cloud around him. So I am very, very excited to get that opportunity. And um, I made him gigantic. By the way, his name is Rygar Bloodmane. Nice. And I will oh, give. By the way, he's a li- that will make him a liger, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we which Napoleon Dynamite says, you know, is is, is well. Great for originally, the <laughs> originally the name was going to be Ligar, but I was like, uh-huh. that's too on the nose. Like, I wanted that, but his um, I'm gonna point this out to you, Eric, so you'll get this tidbit before the rest of the people would. Uh, Bloodmane, they. I'm gonna say that their culture gives the names to them as a attribute of them after their first battle. So he got Bloodmane from. Well, let's just say um, he's a very brutal individual. So I'm pretty sure you can put some pieces <laughs> together on why Bloodmane was given to him as his surname afterwards. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So I, I am very excited to play this character. I also, like I said, made him gigantic. Like, I, I put him on the farthest end of, like, how big you can make a character. Just because I wanted him to be this towering individual that just towers over everybody. Just for the and I think, we need, I think we need to let the, the listeners know that your character and my character, the, the two-and-a-half-foot-tall squirrel, are actually, like, the two tanks. Yes, we'll be the tanks. Uh, so you've got this giant lion man and this teeny tiny little, <laughs> teeny, tiny little squirrel man who are just absolute beasts literally beast but also beast yes. on the battlefield so i i'm very i, also, I... Oh, go on you know go go continue ahead. I, no i was i was gonna interrupt you i i apologize uh the the only thing is i've i've made sure to put stuff into like um his intimidations higher up there his stealth is actually pretty high up there like these are unintentional things that i just sort of played into it 
But yeah, his stealth's pretty high, so I want to be able to roll and have this guy literally be able to stand in a room and have nobody know he's there. As this <laughs> seven foot, seven eleven foot, three hundred pound tiger person. Um, just imagine there's something where it's like everyone's hiding and, and everyone's like very much like cleverly hiding and then he's just standing. No, here's what I imagine. I imagine he's standing there right in the middle of the room and then my character's standing right next to him. Oh my god, look at that squirrel! <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm like I said, I'm very excited to see what's what's done with it, but strength like your guy's dex based, my guy is strength based, and like yes. if if I ever get an athletics check, just know I will succeed on it easily, even even at level one, because I got such a freaking boost on that. So right. I am my, so excited. I, my armor is is nuts. I have an, I have an AC of nineteen right now. So, <laughs> so yeah, which which I nothing, already nothing was like, me. is that a thing? <laughs> because because of the class I was doing, because I have are the the um the fighter ability that I picked basically was like if you have you have a shield equipped it adds like an extra point and then i had the the mail and the shield already added that so it was like basically just like bumped it up from like 13 or 14 base up to 19 i was like oh wow yeah because i was about to say i think i even asked a few times i'm like wait what because i was i was like i did had to have done something wrong and and charles was like nope 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 nope, that's right (laughs) so i i'm like i said i'm very excited because i think this is the first non-human character i played in a long time too because everyone else i've just done is human so he has some some species um yeah like help things like i i i have dark vision which i don't think any of my characters have ever had so that's going to be a fun thing and yeah. um i technically have weapons built into my body because of my claws it's so true i am true. very excited for if that ever comes up which i, I was gonna know say if you're unarmed you're just kind of like okay <laughs> it's like cool i'm still armed um you literally have to de-arm me to, to yes. de-arm me <laughs> so i'm i'm very excited for for his because like i said i got a mental mental picture and i don't want to i there eric there might have been a hint that you guys might have missed on there there there, there there is a tiny hint to where he is and I don't want to give you any more, but, but you guys may have, may have heard of him already or, or heard of his capabilities. If you were paying close attention to a certain interaction, but anyways, um, so I, I definitely am very excited to get him introduced to you guys because I'm going to have a lot of fun playing as this, this particular character. Um, I'm excited to meet him. Now, as for the rest of our party, what do we got? We got a um, a. So Harris- first off, let me let me let me go on because I realized I never, I didn't give you my characters. I didn't give the listener my character's name. Ah, yeah, you did not, and I did didn't. make a joke at your character's expense for the I whole B so, situation. Yes, indeed. So yeah, the town we're starting in is Bigsledorf and all the stuff like that. So my character, his name is Bigly Maple Leaf. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually a bit of a story behind the Bigly thing. So. Back in like 2016, uh, at the old place we lived, there was this asshole squirrel who <laughs> he would walk up. Okay, to like he real would, quick, real world Eric in <laughs> in this situation. This is not flashing back to like his character in D and D, right? Yes. No. 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 This okay. is real. <laughs> this is real. Yes. So in the old place we lived, there was this asshole squirrel. He was this big fat squirrel who just would constantly be eating. We, every time we looked at, it, he was like eating. 
then occasionally we we would see like birds in in like the parking lot of our apartment like pecking and stuff and the squirrel would walk up and actually hit the birds in the head to get them to go away so you think they're nuts and so during it was this was during the 2016 election i'm not trying to get too too political here but that was when uh trump was first running and he, he kept using the word bigly so mm-hmm. we named that squirrel bigly uh because of that and then it became like this 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 cute name for this fat asshole squirrel if I had actually designed the squirrel after that bigly, he would be pure chaotic evil. Um, yeah, what, but... <laughs> what is your character's um, alignment, by he's, the way? He is he's, uh, uh, neutral good. Okay. I was going to do lawful good, but because of some of his motivations, I was like, I'm going to take it down a notch to um, neutral. Because also in the in the homebrew for this character, because I'm kind of like using mixture of like what was homebrewed for this character and like my own story and stuff but like they say that because they're squirrels they're they they tend to even though they're good they tend to be a little more on the chaotic side however when i was kind of using reaper cheap and frog as my um as my inspiration they're more on the lawful good so i'm like you know i'm gonna have a nice centered neutral good uh chaotic neutral for mine and you'll see why because um he's (laughs) he's a literally a a monster in the sense of you know being a beast and everything but also just chaos and then, just serves and his for, own purpose too, right? And then for the last name Maple Leaf, I was just sort of like in my, in my head, and it, it, I'm sure it'll come out more. And as we're explaining our characters and stuff, but uh, in my head, the the squirrels their their surnames are based on whatever tree their family oh. uh, lives lives in. So uh, or in some sort of name like that. So I was just like, ah, Maple Leaf sounds like a nice a nice last name for. I like a, it. Squirrel. So I like it. Um. So, okay, so for the rest of our party, if we can remember correctly, because I don't have my papers with me, but I know that uh, one of them is a Herringon rogue. Yes. So there's that. Who's a klepto? Um, His name is Hans. It translates into something, but it's like Hans something or other. Yeah, I, I don't have my my binder in front of me where I have everything written down. Because I have all your names written down and everything in there. Um, we also have... Um, it's a human paladin. Yes, Stelios. Stelios. St- I, I I thought it was Stelios. Stelios, yes, 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 Because yes, yes, yes. I I was like that coming from American Dad. Thanks to Stelio Cantos. Um, oh, what is Tim's character's name? I know it's one of the dwarf, like the the magic infused dwarves, because he's like a dwarven right. wizard thing. Yeah, he's a wizard. He was like a it was like a dark dark yeah. dwarf or yeah. something like that. Yeah, because dwarves are normally not known for their um, magic capabilities, but these ones are like the flip-flop of that. Yeah. So, there's that. Um, and John's character. What is John? You know he's, he's a tiefling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got a tiefling. Wi- yeah, he's got wings. Though. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what. I I want to say he's a cleric of some sort. Again. No, wait. Say, no, he's not a cleric. some sort of magically adept yeah see in, in my super intelligence as a dm i wrote in everyone's name armor class but forgot to write down like what they were <laughs> so and, and 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 that's the thing as somebody who's only my okay so my play style in everything is unga boonga gonna hit it hard so um eric i'm gonna give you three guesses at what i'm playing in diablo by, by the way i've gotten diablo Yes, I saw. I saw. I saw. We're we're friends on there now, and it showed you last night. It says Zinger's online, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna look at his character." And then it was just you. It just I guess you were logged into the app, and uh, it just had you as being online. So yeah, 
Because because I got the uh, app on my phone, so I'm just always logged in. Apparently, right, right. Um, I am probably gonna guess you're barbarian. Oh whoa, no way! Yes, right? I, am, uh, uh, I am. You know, unga boonga gonna smash stuff for life. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm like magic. What's that? Um, but yeah, the, I'm so I'm that and that, and of course in this, I'm oh a barbarian again. So yes, I I, I hit things with hard and hope they die. So. So yes, but um, no, I'm I'm very excited to see where you guys go with this. Um, like, like I said, this we were doing a one shot, so my my time as DM is gonna come to an end soon. But I I, I want to do it again. Like I was nervous going into it, but now like that I've done it, I'm like I've I've critiqued myself already on what I've done right. to try to improve on it. Because like, like I said, I I just was proud that the stuff I came up with before you guys got there was actually worked well enough to function as as a thing also it was funny because i think i pointed out that that if any of the characters or anything had a b name in it like a b for an for a thing it was not relevant to the actual (laughs) like core part of the campaign right Uh oh no (laughs) minus your which which i think i had a few people say wait are you from here (laughs) yeah yep uh so so yes um um, wait go ahead i love this idea of just doing like shots and modules and stuff like that because it kind of gives us a chance not just to create characters but like we can kind of collectively world build mm-hmm. uh we're not tied to one campaign or yeah. yes we we mentioned our characters from the other one but like that's the nice thing like you're using an official uh campaign like an official D, but like if someone found a homebrew online or if someone found uh, you know, an old module from like, you know, a and d because I know like the D&D magazine would have old modules and stuff like if you if you subscribe, it comes with this module or something like that. Um, or, or if someone wants to create one from scratch themselves, like it gives us a chance to like have this continuity. It's not like we're just constantly starting over. Yeah. Um, well, and we're kind of we're kind of building our own world and characters to populate it. So I'm excited to see what everyone contributes to eventually kind of get this world going and yeah there are elements from the official D world into it but i mean whatever that's fine i think it's, i just think it's cool and then yeah i like a bit because eventually i'd like to dm too i'm you know i'm still getting my my feet wet but uh in dnd in the grand scheme of it but i mean eventually i would like to to dm so uh yeah i think it'll be i think it'll be fun just kind of everyone having their take and kind of helping shape everything going on um, so there is another book that I do want to get. And I mean, between me, Otter, uh, Charles, like, and probably, I think John has a few things too, but between us, we probably have multiple books. Like, I know I have yeah. another whole entire set of books. It's like into the yawning void or something that has a ton of these one shots, but mm. there's another one that I'm interested in getting. It's, it's called, um, from keys from the golden vault, which is like, once again, very similar. It's a book of 13 standalone adventures spanning 1 to 11 each focusing on heist. So mm-hmm. so there 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 is a lot of stuff to do like these smaller campaigns and stuff with yeah. too which I I'm I'm a fan of the big campaign but it's one of those things to where after spending 5 years doing the last one I'm very much happy with doing shorter quicker ones that can right. get through and done but having characters that can continue through if we want them to 
Yeah, and or that's not. the nice thing too. If you get, if you get bored of your character, then you can start a new one, or like it can be like Diablo or whatever. Create another character. So if you want to bench your character for a bit, you could totally start another character and have them come in and have a have a stable of of characters or whatever, if you wanted to. Or honestly, like if there was ever if one of us had a friend in town or something, it's like, hey, my buddy's visiting from you know, Okemo, Michigan, and he's a D and D player. You know. They, week they could totally sit in with like a, a character and like join us like uh paladin from the D movie and then make his exit we we did that in one of our other campaigns that was a complete um homebrew in the sense of the guy was coming up with the campaign as we went which was fun for a little <laughs> bit but at the same time right it got real blah after a certain point yeah. too uh like i said throwing in like a little like thing here and there of you know like Oh, you're going to run into some goblins or you're going to do this. But having an overarching push is, is really good, yeah. which his did not yeah. after a certain point. Like, like it did for a while. And then I guess I don't know what happened, but he, he changed up what we were doing and it kind of got snorefest. So, so yeah, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to do this. I'm excited for our new characters. I'm sure we will talk about them later, but but um, let's just say maybe this um, the the watching the D and D movie might have given me some ideas too for stuff <laughs> and everything. So um, very excited for that and very excited to continue this. Uh, but but yeah, de- definitely could have somebody come in as a paladin, um, individual to just kind of push through this scenario for a little bit. That is the other thing I'm sad about is um, t- Eric, you're you're gonna get some help here. As for interactive characters you guys have already basically run into the most important ones within this world of like mm. ones the, the 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 homunculi are the ones you guys like right. are mainly going to deal with so i'm i'm yeah. sad because i'm like i wanted to have more but at the same time for this to work i'm i it it goes as like i said i i, I like what i'm doing i'm excited with it and we'll we'll see what happens so on that note um eric yeah I guess, um, what are you playing or what are you looking forward to in this week's campaign? Broke up there. Oh, what are you looking forward to in, in what, what are you playing or what are you looking forward to in this week's campaign? Uh, well, I'm playing, still playing <laughs> to continue with our fantasy theme. I've been bouncing back and forth between Diablo four and, uh, tears of the kingdom, which, mm-hmm. Uh, between those two things and playing D&D, I've been stuck in a fantasy land, and I love it. Escape from this horrible place we call reality. Uh, no, I've been enjoying those two things. And, uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to because I think we the next campaign, or at the end of the of last week, we were we getting ready to start combat, or didn't we? No, you, you, guys, um, you guys opened a secret tunnel. Secret that's tunnel. Right. Okay, that's right. So. That's right. We opened that, and then and then that's you were like, it's a, you can continue on, or this might be a good place to stop. So it it just, a, after right. rereading the stuff, it's really a good place to stop because um, the mansion is three floors, and you guys have mm. explored m- most. There's a few rooms you guys didn't go into, <laughs> but you've explored right. most of the first floor. And getting to the basement is something that's tricky, and you guys did it without having to have bash over your head help from people so good for you good (laughs) for you guys um anyways uh on on that note eric do you have a spare set of four d6s you might want to roll those now 
not saying you're gonna need a new character or anything, but not not on my hands, <laughs> but I but I, I have plenty of D sixes. <laughs> I, I, I I think you guys are gonna be fine. There there is some interesting things you guys are gonna be running into down there. I know you I know you mentioned having uh intelligence checks and my character has in because I'm eventually gonna roll uh the cyanide, I went ahead and started heavy 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 loaded on the intelligence, so yeah. um I think I'll be good. I, I, I just love how I've already gotten into where I'm like, can someone give me an, and Charles, whose character is the <laughs> dumbest character in the thing, is like, I got, and I'm like, no, <laughs> not you. <laughs> and he keeps rolling perfectly so too. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Like, I, I mean, I want to say it's his like natural abilities with um, Dungeons and Dragons, but man, he's been getting some good roles with that very dumb character. Uh, so no, um, as for me, what I've been playing is thanks to Eric's recommendations of, um, Vampire Hunter. I have put way too much time into that already. And every time (laughs) I'm like, yes. Um, also the, um, the game I was trying to think of last week was Redfall. That's the bad one. Yes. Allegedly. Um, but I've been playing Vampire Survivor and man, God damn. Dang it! I, I, it could have made my list if we had just given us another week. I put that much time it's into good. it already. It's really, really good. It, it, it is really fun, and it's so simple. And the funny thing is, like every time I'm like, "Yeah, I'm starting to get all this stuff." It's like, "Up, oh, nope." There's new level of stuff you got to do now. Mm-hmm. So, so yes, it's oh, yeah. it's very exciting. And I also was able to to beg, plead, and bargain with um LA to allow me to get Diablo. So. I am having fun with both of those. Um, need to play with Eric at some point, so I will definitely yes. work on that because we can cross-platform, so I'm very excited with that. But, Eric, where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg. And you can, of course, find Zygnus wherever you find great podcasts. So make sure to check it out. We also have a Patreon. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We have all of those great things, so go check them out. They're listed down below in the description, and we'll be back next week with a very... Or, sorry, we'll be back next time with a very vampire-related topic. We're doing the next season of uh, Castlevania, so... uh, Oh, spoiler! Oh, I thought we were doing Dracula Dead and Loving It. Well, I watched the wrong movie. (laughs) Alright, till next time. Bye! the show.